Welcome to Path of a Green Witch podcast. My name is Andrea, and on this podcast, I share information about herbalism, witchcraft, and homesteading. Recently, I have been sharing a lot of information about herbalism and natural healing. I'm sharing this information so that when you seek medical advice, you are informed and you can make informed decisions and you can ask better questions. I'm also sharing some of this information because it is genuinely concerning to me and I think it's important for other people to be aware and sometimes information like this is suppressed. But please don't take it to mean that I'm giving you personal medical advice, especially when it comes to COVID-19. I am not suggesting that you get infected with COVID-19 in order to build your immunity. I would never suggest that. I think it's awful that this virus was created and I will continue to share evidence to support my opinion that the virus was created, that it is artificial. I would never want to see people intentionally get infected with something that is potentially deadly. The statements I make on this podcast are for educational purposes only. My statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Therefore, the statements I make are not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All of the information I share is simply for informational purposes only. You should always consult with a licensed healthcare professional before you start taking a new vitamin, supplement, medicinal herb, or conventional medication. You should also get professional advice before you start a new exercise program or if you suspect that you might have a health problem. Knowledge is power. I hope hope you use the information I share with you to seek the best care for yourself and the people you love. Thank you for listening. So I've already stated my opinion that I think the virus was created in a lab and that it leaked from the lab. And obviously, when I say leaked, I mean that somebody was probably infected in the lab and then infected other people when they left. And I stumbled upon an article. There were scientists in Taiwan who were studying COVID-19 and one of them, a lab assistant, was infected with COVID and spread it to other people. So I'm going to read the article and I will link it in the notes. The article is from thebulletin.org, the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, and it's titled, A Lab Assistant Involved in COVID-19 Research in Taiwan Exposed 110 People After Becoming Infected at Work. This was by Matt Field and it was posted January 25th, 2022. So this is very recent. A premier Taiwanese academic institution will pay the equivalent of 5,000 $400 in fines after reporting that a lab worker had been infected by SARS-CoV-2 while conducting research on the Delta strain of the virus. The lab assistant left her lab and exposed 110 close contacts to the disease. According to science, the case marks what is likely the first verified instance of a researcher being infected by the virus in lab. Taiwan's health minister Chen Shi Cheng announced the fine at a press conference. The Central Epidemic Epidemic Command Center reported that the worker, who is vaccinated and in her 20s, became symptomatic on November 26th before testing positive. She handled infected animals and may have inhaled the virus after removing her protective equipment in the wrong order. Mask first, according to science. At the time, Taiwan was reporting no local transmission of COVID-19, and sequencing showed that the lab worker had been infected by a strain given to the lab at 
academic Seneca, which was conducting drug and vaccine research. The worker has since resigned, and her supervisor, immunologist Jan Jia Trong, has retired, according to the science report, which noted that Jan himself had once been infected with the SARS virus while researching the pathogen in 2003, six months after the global SARS outbreak had fizzled out. In the current case, Taiwanese authorities flagged several safety issues at the lab, according to the Science Journal, which reported that workers weren't wearing N95 masks or using safety equipment properly. None of the infected workers' contacts tested positive, nor did several hundred others connected to the case. Some biosecurity experts drew a connection between the Taiwan incident and one theory of how COVID-19 originated that the virus began spreading after an accident at a Wuhan lab. In a Twitter thread praising Taiwan's transparency, Alina Chan, a molecular biologist who has written a book questioning whether the pandemic could have lab origins, wrote, Quote, finding the hashtag origin of COVID is important to develop effectively measures against the types of scenarios that give rise to this pandemic pathogen, end quote. So here are some of Alina Chan's tweets. This story might initially feel embarrassing for Taiwan, but I think they should be proud of how openly and honestly they have investigated and reported this lab escape. They are narrowing down exactly how SARS-2 escaped from a BSL-3 so they can effectively address these problems. So BSL-3 means biosafety lab level 3, and that is supposed to be a pretty high level safety lab. So we need to figure out how these pathogens are escaping from these high-level safety labs. So here's another tweet from Alina Chan. If you don't know how a killer virus emerged in your country, how could you possibly take proper measures to prevent future outbreaks? Finding the hashtag origin of COVID is important to develop effectively measures against the types of scenarios that give rise to this pandemic pathogen. Okay, so those were her tweets. This is the rest of the article. There are two main theories of how the pandemic began. Many scientists believe the pandemic began with a natural spillover from an infected animal. Others, like Chan, believe that a laboratory incident could have precipitated the first cases in China in 2019. So again, that article is from thebulletin.org and I'm going to put a link in the notes. The reason I am including this information is the same reason why people like Alina Chan are curious about the origin of the virus. We need to know where it came from so we can do things to prevent future outbreaks. And I don't think anyone wants to believe that this was created, that somebody did something negligent or intentionally malicious to cause this pandemic. But there is a lot of evidence pointing in that direction. And as somebody who is simply trying to find answers, I'm not going to steer away from what the evidence is pointing me to. And when you look at this instance, which was just reported at the end of January, this lab assistant exposing 110 people to a variant of the coronavirus that was clearly able to get past the vaccination because the article stated that the person was vaccinated. This is a really dangerous
this pathogen. And I think it's important for us to understand it and not ignore any of the evidence, no matter how controversial it might be. Those are the facts. A lab assistant was vaccinated and still got infected and then exposed 110 people. And this was reported January 25th, 2022. It's important for everyone to consult with a medical professional and determine your risk factors and the best way to proceed when it comes to this dangerous virus. We don't know how it's going to continue to mutate in the future. There is another article that I want to share. So we've always known that the coronavirus was a zoonotic disease. The virus started in animals and like I shared in a previous episode, it is a chimera. So it is a coronavirus that started in bats and parts of a pangolin coronavirus were inserted into the original bat coronavirus to create this chimera virus, which is SARS-CoV-2. So we already knew that it could infect some other animals and apparently it is now spreading through the white-tailed deer population. And this article, it's from the same website, thebulletin.org, and it was written by the same author, Matt Fields. It was published August 2nd, 2021, and the title is White-tailed deer are getting coronavirus infections. How big of a problem is that? And I have the same question like if the virus is going to run through animals how is it going to change as it runs through the deer population and then can it circle back to humans after that will it still have the ability to infect humans after it mutates through the deer population and then if it does infect humans will it be more deadly will it spread more quickly these are things that we cannot know right now because you cannot anticipate how these things are going to change when they're running through such varied populations like deer and then humans and bats and pangolins. We really don't know what's going to happen. And we know that people have a lot of contact with deer because hunters hunt deer and a lot of people consume the meat. So here's the article. There's a photo of a beautiful buck and the caption says, a male deer trots through the underbrush. New research has found that more than 30% of blood samples from white-tailed deer in several U.S. states contained antibodies to SARS-CoV-2, the virus that caused COVID-19. Since making the leap to people, the SARS-CoV-2 virus that caused COVID-19 has wrought havoc on human populations. Now the virus appears to be surging among some wild animals as well. A new U.S. government study of white-tailed deer reported that many have been infected, raising the potential that even if the virus is eventually controlled or even eradicated in humans, another common animal could provide it a reservoir and spawn future outbreaks. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service tested 481 samples collected between January 2020 and March 2021 from deer in Illinois, New York, Michigan, and Pennsylvania and found that 33% tested positive for antibodies to the COVID-19 virus. While many animals appear to have been infected, more than 60% of the samples in Michigan tested positive 
positive, for example, the agency said there were no reports of deer appearing clinically ill. Researchers want to know how the deer got infected in the first place. Linda Saif, a virologist at the Ohio State University, told Nature that a critical question is, quote, how the virus spread to deer and if it will spread from infected deer to other wildlife or to domestic livestock such as cattle, end quote. The Animal and Plant Health Service said the deer could have been exposed to the virus by people, other deer, other animals, or the environment. Laboratory experiments have shown that deer, along with several other animals including cats, non-human primates, and deer mice, are susceptible to SARS-CoV-2 infection. For the most part, infected animals don't get very sick. Researchers want to know which species are susceptible to the virus, in part to better understand the potential for spillback or the reverse of the natural spillover from animals to people that many scientists believe caused the epidemic. With spillback, infected people could spread the disease to other species and create a new reservoir for the virus. Transmission among animals could also lead to new variants. In experiments, researchers have shown that the virus begins to mutate quickly after spreading among just a handful of animals. While it's not known whether deer can spread the virus to people, the government researchers believe the risk is low. There have already been documented cases of farmed minks spreading the disease to workers. Hundreds of people in the Netherlands were infected with mink-related variant viruses last year. White-tailed deer are common in North America. I had forgotten about the mink situation from, what was it, a couple years ago? Yeah, it was in 2020, I believe, when apparently COVID spread to the mink population, and then I think the minks were getting people sick, and that's what I'm worried about with COVID spreading through the deer population, because like I said, there are a lot of hunters, and I mean, I have white-tailed deer on my property. I don't know what that would mean for me. It's not like I'm out there petting the deer or anything like that, but sometimes these animals come pretty close to me, because I love them and they love me. No, I think sometimes I'm just like really quiet and they don't notice me right away. But either way, if I'm plodding through the same areas where the deer are and they happen to be infected with something that humans can catch, that's pretty concerning. And the biggest question is how did they catch it in the first place? I'm going to continue to share information about coronavirus and other sciencey stuff and I will try to label the episodes as such so that if you're not interested in this sort of information you can just skip these episodes but I think this is relevant to overall health because this is something that is happening right now and I also believe this pandemic was preventable and I think we need more people to be aware of what the science community is doing. 